three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and oh my god, a Scott has arrived. Scott, how you doing, sir? Oh, hey there, friend. It's so nice to be with you. It is It is so it's good to hear long. your voice. It, it has been, whoa, the last time you were on was what, Joker, I think? Yeah, I think it was Joker. Yeah, so that would have been, yeah, it's been a minute, man, but... Uh, everyone, we're going to have Scott here back on the podcast more frequently, but like, uh, I, I'm really excited that you're back for this review in particular, because we're talking about WandaVision, which is, oh my God, new Marvel content. Thank God. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know so, it's only been like a few months. I, <laughs> dude, it's been longer. Shut up. I know. <laughs> Well, it's funny because you know I remember I was I'm psyched I'm still psyched uh, for Black Widow whenever we get it. Come on, Feige! But I, uh, but I this past year of COVID has been shitty enough. But seeing all these films I wanted to see delayed, whether it's Black Widow or it's it's a uh, uh, you know next Fast and Furious, whether it's a uh, Edgar Wright's you know One Night in Soho, just all what's Mission Impossible, like all these movies that I was so hyped to see just off the board. It's like, fuck. And so th- this fucked up Marvel's plans too. And so we were supposed to get Black Widow last May. Uh, then I think it was supposed to be October or November. And now it's looking like it'll be May, hopefully, uh, in a couple months. But WandaVision was supposed to be the second show. It was supposed to be Falcon, Winter Soldier, and then WandaVision. So they just, uh, you know, flipped uh, uh, release schedules. But we're we're at it now. It's over. It's done. It's concluded. And I will say as we get in here, um, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this quite a bit. Um, I didn't really know what to expect going into it. I just knew it was Marvel and, you know, me being the whore I am for the MCU. I was like, cool. Sure. Um, but, yeah, sure, I enjoyed sure this. Current plans as of now, to reiterate what you said, is that it's done, right? Yes, it's yes. That's the, that's the current. That's like as of now. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So no second season of this. Uh, presumably. Limited. Limited. Limited series. Yeah. So Kevin Feige did say today that not every show will be a one-off. Will be a limited series. Some see. Um, some shows will have multiple seasons. Um, I'd imagine. Uh, something like She-Hulk, uh, Miss Marvel, for example, will probably have multiple seasons. But um, this is intended to be a limited series. Run. Do we? Do you know how many? Like, I, I'm just. I want to poke your poke your brain about like yeah. where where this is going or where you might like. Do they have? Do you have an idea already of how many total? stories they're going to try to run together here like is there like a so is there a limited number of superheroes they're trying to fit in to create something because i mean that's always the goal isn't it to you know unite a bunch of them yeah well yeah so let's so let's get into the plot of of the show first because because again there's a decent amount of shit to cover go figure so if you know, by by the way, full spoilers for this. Uh, so if you have not watched WandaVision, um, I enjoyed it. Scott, what did you think of it? Like, I really loved it. Yeah, that's great. Okay, cool. We enjoyed it. We recommend it. So, okay, are you still with us? <laughs> okay, you're okay. Cool. All right. So, um, following the events of Endgame with uh, Wanda being brought back, uh, uh, Wanda Maximoff, of course, played by Elizabeth Olsen, who, goddamn man, between. So I think we reviewed it together. Um, when uh, it's like I when never River. left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut up. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. But um, you're such a dick. But uh, Wind River, River. Um, with her and Jeremy Renner. I remember, I think we reviewed that together, and we both really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Yeah, that was a great, um, great flick. And then uh, Ingrid goes west. Her and Aubrey Plaza. They work so well together. Um, mm-hmm. So she's she's proven that she can be an incredible actress. 
this might be her best acting performance. It's easily her best acting performance as Wanda because this show is, you know, her going through the stages of grief, basically in a Twilight Zone uh, sitcom mishmash, which on paper sounds insane, <laughs> and yet it works somehow. And so the plot of this is figuring out, it's really a mystery, figuring out why this town, Westview, even exists, um, how it exists, how Vision is back, because if you remember Infinity War, Thanos went ahead and, you know, TKO'd him and just ripped the <laughs> ripped the Mind Stone out of his fucking head, which, I'll be real, man, as high as we were when we saw Infinity War together, that was fucking traumatic for me to see that shit. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, you like, can't really unsee that, like, like, when you're, especially when you're that close to the screen. <laughs> yeah, because we saw that shit in IMAX, so I remember going, yeah. oh, fuck, <laughs> like, that's dark, but, but uh, how is Vision back, and then, you know, Who's looking for Wanda? Who's looking for Vision? And so Wanda herself, one of the my few, one of my few complaints about the MCU has always been how powerful is her is she? Because in the comics, Wanda's an incredibly powerful witch, uh, hence the name, uh, the nickname she has. And Marvel just clearly hasn't really known what they want to do with her power base, because sometimes it seems like she could go ahead and, you know, destroy the world. And other times it's like, oh, man, Black Widow, you know, hit her with a spin kick. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, it, like it, it's been very, you know, inconsistent um, right. at, at points, I would say. Uh, here in the show, they flat out say she could have beaten Thanos by herself, which I was very happy they say it, said that because I've been saying that shit. So I was like, thank you for confirming. But the show really does finally establish at least a floor for her power base. But the biggest surprise for me was the sitcom shit. The sitcom stuff works so well. Mm -hmm. um, the first episode was actually filmed in front of a live studio audience, which I went, that's a really nice touch. Yeah. Um, that was, that was pre COVID obviously. And I just, I love the way the sitcom aspect works and how they slowly, evolved mystery uh over the nine episodes uh scott your yeah, thoughts because like you know, the the first two uh, the the first one definitely uh, they there was no breaking character i don't believe in the entire first episode there's any clue that what you're watching isn't a um like early 50s 40s television sitcom program basically um yeah so it's kind of a what the fuck moment in the beginning where you're like, <laughs> okay, like, I know this is not going to be like this, but that whole episode was like that. And is this going to be like this every episode? And luckily it's one of those things is you can binge. Uh, I was able to binge. And um, at that point, um, but uh after that point and they kind of let you in, that's kind of where it starts to get interesting. And cause uh, you, you think you, you worry for a moment that it's not going to be quite as interesting or exciting, but once they start to let you in, it's just like the long game of it is where it really pays off. And yes, um, I think th that's like the beauty of it. Cause you, you knew that's what was going on, but in the back of your head, you're like, okay, you know, we're, you're waiting for it to take, you're waiting for, you know, it gears to switch and it never really does. And then even into the second episode where things start to crack a little bit, it's not what you would imagine it to be. And you're still wondering like, okay, now is Vision alive? Like what is this pre, like what went on? Or you're still kind of like sorting through, at least I was different theories about what was going on. So that that's kind of the beauty of the show really is that that long game essentially that that started off in the beginning so slow yeah it's you're right so the first the the only real and it's not even really a crack vision just uses his powers on his on his boss with the, who they have over for dinner he just uses his powers to go ahead uh, his phasing to go ahead and get this piece of food out of his throat and that's really it. But again, like, you know, he's choking. He's not thinking about how he's, get, you know, how, right. he, how he's saved. Because the world they find themselves in, um, 
everybody is aware of, of Vision's powers, apparently. Um, or that... Well, I guess... Not really, no. I guess, no, he, not in the beginning. Not in the beginning. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, but... Because he's constantly switching back and forth between his real face and the one that he shows everybody else. But, they're, I mean, throughout, they do use their, their powers, but... Um, yeah. Not, not in the way where you expect, like, everything is still nice. Everything is still put together and the way that Wanda wants it. And then not till there's, like, these bits and pieces that start assembling there is this there is this moment in episode uh episode two that's very it's it's subtle for half a second but then it's kind of like oh shit where this helicopter falls in and the helicopter's in color and it the way it's shot is so beautiful because it contrasts so well with the black and white like it's because at that I, point, at that point, the evolution of the TV shows that's still black and white, so nothing yes. else is color except for that helicopter. And then I don't know if you noticed, like the markings on that helicopter, also. Yeah, the sword logo. The sword, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but I, I love that, and I and I love that. Um, they have the whole classic sitcom of oh, let's push the beds together. Like that was something mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's that's cute. And but you're right, it really does buy into its its premise and it, it i was kind of having that same thought of is this going to be a sitcom for like most of this because <laughs> right. they commit and, they really commit and that is the thing i have to give because uh credit to as well because yeah we're talking about elizabeth olsen paul bettany brought it in this mm-hmm. he did such a great job and what a what a natural comedian too because a lot of the the gags are kind of on him you know being like oh i'm a android trying to be a human like there's there's this point where he talks he's around the water cooler and he doesn't you know drink the water because obviously he fries fucking circuitry and i was like okay this is like just those little Uh like situations those sitcom situations that they add the twist to because he's a fucking android i thought were really clever and went okay and i don't know about you man but every theme song for these mm-hmm. fucking episodes, I was like, I'll get stuck in my head for the day. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, I, well, um, we'll yeah, it's get just to, like yeah. it's, it's just like head to toe. Really, they covered the theme super well. Like from the music to the how it felt to like the the set, what they were wearing, and it really like at a at a point they go through like the '90s sitcom, and it they kind of made a callback to like Malcolm in the Middle, which I really appreciated, which. <gasps> Was yes, hilarious. that was that was my favorite one. Um, so I will say, uh, so what I like episode four is where things really do pick up. It's it's like a flashback episode. So we get we get the debut uh, of Monica Rambeau, who is the now adult version of Monica in Captain Marvel, um, who's played now by uh, uh, Tanoya Paris, who. First off, can we just, I, I, I mean, can we just say, my God, she's gorgeous. <laughs> like, like, I was like, whoo, okay. She and has, like, super cool hair, too. Yeah, she she is, like, she has some very black hair. She has, hair, like, a fro but, part. Like, she yeah. has a fro, but, like, she parts it, which is, like, impressive. The, the, I feel, the, feel like that takes so long to do. Dude, I like I'll like I, I I'll have to see you picture of myself, man. I'm starting to look like I'm starting to look like Gambino, man. My hair's starting to just dread itself. Like I'm looking like the Unibomber. Right I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I am, because at this point, fuck it. But first off, yes, she's absolutely gorgeous. Secondly, her and Randall Park were as a Jimmy uh, back as Jimmy Woo, they work so fucking well together. And I didn't know she was going to be in the show. Like I was like, "Oh shit, that is her." And they her arc, I like just as much as Wanda's because she gets blipped. So, her mom dies. Um, you know, uh who's best friends with Carol Danvers, aka, you know, uh, Captain Marvel. Uh her mom died during the blip. So, right, so here, will you will you straighten something out for me really quickly? Yeah. At, yeah. The, at the beginning or not at the beginning, I'm sorry, the blip that you're talking about. So um, someone I was talking to thought that that was that they were in space. 
was that they were coming back from space when I thought it was like an anomaly where yeah, it's an, it's, they were it's just an gone for a really long time. Yeah, correct. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. Yeah, so no, you're right on that. But okay. um but having her in the show really added something to it that I really thought we needed. We added they we added this human element because yes, while Wanda is going through her grief, the problem is, man, and I don't even know and I'm reading this online and I don't think it's as big of an issue as people say say it is, but Wanda really is the villain in this. At the end of the day, yeah, Agatha, um, Heartless, who's played by uh, by uh, Catherine, Catherine Hahn, who, is my incredible. God. So, I'm going to be So, I've had a thing for Catherine Hahn since Step Brothers. Like, now, I don't know what that says about me. That Step Brothers is why I was like, oh, Catherine Hahn. You see but, yourself more as a Will Ferrell. <laughs> I see myself more as a John C. Riley. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. But... But um, I haven't reviewed it yet, but she did this limited series for HBO called uh, Mrs. Fletcher. And Mrs. Fletcher's fucking incredible. And she really should have gotten a uh, Emmy nomination for it. Honestly, probably should have won. But I was so happy when I heard she was going to be in a Marvel show. And I remember when they cast her, I went, you don't get Captain Hahn to just be playing nobody. So when she's just being the nosy neighbor Agnes... I kept telling my I kept telling my partner I was like, babe, I'm calling bullshit. Like I think it's I think she's this witch, and her reveal of who she is is one of my favorite da 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 moments in something I've seen in a while. Like that was such a like I think most people knew something was up with her, but the way it is presented and revealed to you, I went fuck yeah, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's. I think she's my favorite character. If I'm being honest, I think really okay. Yeah, I just think like her contribution and like commitment to the whole thing, and her being her like playing along the entire time, and then her reveal and like it was for somebody who <laughs> like has no foresight about the Marvel universe. It just kind of, I just kind of take it in as, as I go without trying to guess too much about it. Yeah. Um, I was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I just really liked her character. Like she was just able to, and then once you kind of like started picking up that she was either not necessarily in on it or like, but something was different about her. And then that whole scene where Vision was trying to figure out what what exactly was going on. Yes. He runs into her and clears her mind. And that whole thing essentially was a trick. Um, Was, is, was awesome. Awesome piece there. Like just her, her role and everything is, was really well done. Um, And the, but I mean, everybody was like, you know, Elizabeth Olsen plays Wanda so well. And I think like, I agree with you. I think this is her, best role especially as wanda because you just don't really hear from her a lot in a lot of the avengers movies um but i think she really like gave it some emotion and you know like when they would flash flash vision just this gray corpse when 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 the walls were kind of closing in on her and it was just like holy shit like so that was one of those oh shit moments let's talk about that scene so i'm going to be real man i was much higher than i thought i was when i was watching. so 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 this became a Alea, Alea and i um that it became our friday night tradition like mm-hmm. we'd get dinner yeah, and we'd yeah. and we'd facetime and we'd watch WandaVision together and dude i was smoking i was smoking a uh, infused pre-roll I'm sitting here and that scene came up and dude, I dropped my joint. I was like, holy shit. Like it, it sobered me up quick. I was like, oh my God. And you see, you see Wanda cry, like a couple of tears fall. And I went, oh no, shit is about to get Mm -hmm. really unpleasant. And really from that scene, Mm -hmm. the show stopped playing around. You start to see. Was that the first you kind of look at look in as to what's going on. I think that was that f- the first moment. Yes, for, for for me it was because I was sitting there like everyone was thinking, mm-hmm. "How the fuck is Vision back?" It's like, "Oh, he's not back." But then once I saw that, I realized, "Oh, she's so powerful 
that she has gone ahead and recreated her own version. And, oh, she's controlling the people in the town. Oh, fuck, this is bad. Like, and that's when I started to kind of put more and more together. Uh, but that so scene... You, you, did you know she was the Scarlet Witch the whole time? Was that kind of foregone? I, I figured that's where we were going to end. Okay. Was with her becoming Scarlet Witch. Gotcha. But... I loved it. So here's the thing. And, and and I did read some people kind of go, well, I didn't like that. Like, you know, we, we knew this was going to kind of end with this. Mm-hmm. First off, did we? I mean, because I, right. I saw some people who flat out were like, I'm shocked that this is where it ended. Um, I will bring up one complaint that some people have that I'm going to be honest that I don't have. Um, a lot of people felt that they got kind of they got hornswoggled by Evan Peters. Uh, Quicksilver being back uh, or being in the MCU. And a lot of people were kind of like, oh, that's bullshit. They bring over a character who plays the same character in the Fox movies and he's not going to be in the MCU. So a couple things. One, that actor could still end up coming back. I mean, they didn't kill, they didn't kill uh, <laughs> Ralph Boner. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he is still there. Number one. Number two, and... As harsh as this is, the less attachment to the Fox X-Men films for me, the better. <laughs> like I know some I know some people want Evan Peters back as Quicksilver, and would I like it? Yeah, I really would, because I like I like his portrayal way more than I like Aaron Taylor Johnson's. But at the same time, we're probably getting a clean slate with the X-Men shit regardless. So yeah, while while I admit a bit trolly on Marvel's part to go ahead and, and do that, considering you know he played the same fucking character. It didn't. It wasn't a deal breaker for me, or like a huge thing against the show, like it was for some people. Uh, kind of your thoughts on that, Scott? Yeah, I guess I um, wasn't aware that was Quicksilver. The that the the guy that they created Visions yeah. Visions clone essentially. No, no, is no. That, um, is that what they're no, implying? Oh no, the uh, the guy uh, when she sees her brother again, uh, Pietro. That's who. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's Quicksilver. That's Quicksilver. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just a a pigment of her imagination. I thought she created him. He was just some random dude. No, that's the guy that she uh, that um, the neighbor at the door. That's why in the last episode he had that necklace around that was making right. her see yeah, him because yeah. it was because it was a. Oh, you're saying they haven't. They haven't found him yet. So, so yeah. So he was in the X. He was um, that same actor played Quicksilver in the Fox oh, X Men films. Okay, I did so not that's why some, I didn't recognize him. So some people are like, "Oh, like you got my hopes up." And oh, you know, I see, and, I see. Yeah, and and I'll be real, man. Like I get it's that been a argument. while. Like right? that's kind of where I'm at. Like I don't know. Like I, I think here here's what I'll say. I think people's fan theories and fan theories are awesome to have. I mean, fuck, I Scott will tell you, I've told him dozens of fan theories about shit that like, you know, when we watch a Marvel film or whatever, but the fan theories weren't enough to ruin my enjoyment of it. And some people were really pissed. They didn't get, you know, Magneto at the end or they didn't get Reed Richards as the, um, as the uh, person helping out Monica or, like there, there's a, a laundry list of stuff that people wanted that they didn't get, and I think that people are kind of unfairly holding it against the show. Um, is this? I yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna ask kind of a basic question: Is this an original, or is this a recreation of a comic? It's it's more original than it's not. They're okay. they're they are pulling from comic book material, but. There's not a run in the comics that's that's like really this. similar to this. Okay. Yeah, there's no okay. sitcom vert Wanda Vision. Right, shit. right. So. That sounds like some some comic book shit. It does, and the I, so I don't know about you. I love the logic for why it was sitcoms. Like mm-hmm. it was a simple explanation, but it made sense because right. you know when you think about trauma, you know when you're in a, tra- a traumatic state. What do you go, go back, back to? Places, right? Exactly. See, Scott is smart and handsome, but I, but, but I, I was like, that makes sense. Now, something that we haven't talked about, those fucking commercials, I thought were brilliant. 
Mm-hmm. Every commercial I love. Every once in a while they would get me. Because, <laughs> like, I'm just so used to watching, like, Hulu or something and a commercial popping on that I'd be like, yeah. just, or I'd have to do a double take and be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> There'd be, like, a sword icon or something on a bottle of milk. Well, so the one I loved was the uh, was the sit uh, was the uh, the first one for the uh, the Stark Industries uh, toaster, and I remember I to- right. and I remember I told my partner I went oh my god that I was like I know what that is and she was like what I'm like that represents the missile that she talked about in Age of Ultron and my partner's like wait you're going with that I'm like yep and go figure <laughs> that's what it ended up representing I was like mm, suck. take that show but. But it's it's fascinating how each ep- how each of those episodes or those uh, uh, commercials represent something in something in her life. Yeah, I didn't. You know what? That's really interesting. I didn't. I didn't quit get quite that deep within. I'm glad that we. You know, you have the knowledge that kind of knowledge because I I need to go back and I wanted to go back and rewatch it anyways. But I'll be looking out for those those clues because I didn't I didn't quote quite pulled out from the commercials and then like episode two episode, yeah episode two is the one with the watch and the the mm-hmm. the strucker watch that's the guy who had the uh the uh staff who's doing the experiments on them that was his last name and then the right. hydra logos in the middle of the mm-hmm. watch so yeah i saw the hydra so, logo right right so right. so i mean it's it's pretty crazy the amount of like clues like breadcrumbs they do leave but mm-hmm. as starts stuff starts to come together it really is cool to see how it comes together and it's so seamless too because it, it fits the tone of what you're already watching and like yeah just them to <laughs> be able to do that what like to show you something while they're not really showing you something you know is is really cool it's like so much it seems like a ton of thought went into it you know the the entire thing is so well constructed yeah, like so, so a couple Easter eggs I, I have to shout out. Um, I love the way they got, um, they got Wanda and Vision into their classic comic costumes. That made me mm-hmm. so incredibly yeah. happy. Yeah, for now, Halloween. yeah, now like so. I don't know about you, man. Like they kind of play up the whole Elizabeth Olsen like mom bod in this in this, and I'm like, I'm I'm all about I'm all about this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, but like those kids kind of creep me out. But her mm-hmm. mom vibe totally was digging that. Uh, Vision having the uh, basically the NBA seventy shorts <laughs> for, yeah, for, for his costume made me so goddamn happy. But <laughs> but uh, but then even the kids uh, are wearing their classic costumes uh, when they go trick or treating, which is a brilliant fucking touch and. Yeah, there's a lot of Easter eggs here. Um, the one, the big one for me is when we get to episode nine. I know we're jumping all over the place, but there's so much I want to generally touch on. Um, you know, before I get to, we get for, to the finale, that Agatha All Along song has been stuck in my head <laughs> for like mm-hmm. the last week. <laughs> and I've been humming it just without even thinking about it. And... That was the number one song on iTunes, man. Was it really? A, a song that's less than a minute was the number one fucking. I think it was number one on Spotify too. I'm like, Internet's God a crazy damn. place. It really is. And the amount of memes that have come out mm-hmm. about it, it being mm-hmm. Agatha, like what she did. Now, first off, being a witch is one thing. When she kills that fucking dog, I'm like, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> like, what is, like, what is your problem? Because I think it's episode. That's, episode so great, that's what's so great six, about it, though, is that she's so terrible. <laughs> she's such yeah, a terrible person. True. I mean, so I think it's episode six where they end up. Uh, they end up getting a dog because the kids. So episode five, they have uh, Wanda is like pregnant, and they have uh, or no episode three, pardon me, is where she has her twins, and then they grow up really quickly which is out of the comics too so they end up becoming teenagers and they end up getting a dog and a uh, sparky sparky is the mm-hmm. dog's name a, ver- a very sitcom name for a dog and, and the dog ends up dying like they 
Agatha finds the dog. And I remember that being another thing I went, oh, this bitch is a witch. <laughs> I was like, he happens to be the one to find the dog. Like, like, mm. and so when she sings that Agatha all along song and it ends with her going, oh, and I killed Sparky too. I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, it wasn't enough for you to be torturing Wanda. You had to She's so sassy. It's great. Yeah, and she's proud of it too. Mm-hmm. And the big implication with that being one, the Scarlet Witch being a title that's been passed on, you know, from from hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. I love that because again, that is out of the comic. Two, they flat out say she's more powerful, the Scarlet Witch is than Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And to to remind everyone, boys and girls. So does that mean Do- Doctor Strange is a wizard? Yeah, yeah, well, sorcerer, yeah. You're the so. wizard, Dr. Strange. <laughs> You're a wizard, Stephen. He didn't even know. But, but I love the concept that, so first off, it's just a couple things here. There's no way that what Wanda has done will not have consequences moving forward. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Like, I, I, I was actually getting pissed off with people online going, man, Wanda, like, kind of just got away with everything. I'm like, no, those people who are being controlled, you think they're not going to go on, like, there's book deals for most of them. <laughs> like, on like really, because, oh, my God. they Because they don't say how long everyone was under control. Right. Like, under her control, which I will say I wish there was more of a concept of time throughout yeah. the show. Like just to kind of, I think that would have, I think the ending would have hit a little. Hit yeah, a little it wasn't. Harder. It wasn't really until she was pregnant that you could tell how quickly things were going. Yeah, so I, I was kind of like, I would have liked a little more clarification uh, on, on that front. But that last scene in the series finale, where you see all the townspeople kind of wake up and realize what's happening. It is a heartbreaking scene. It's a rough scene to watch. And really, I was impressed with just how quickly everyone basically turns into a villager, you know, without a torch <laughs> when, right. when when Wanda breaks, you know, breaks, uh, breaks the spell. But I don't know about you, man, but episode eight for me, um, I'm blanking on the director's name. I can't find his name on the cast list here. But Matt the guy Shackman. who played Shakeman. Something like that. Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, Stanberg. That's it. it's director Stan. Uh, oh, no, no, um, no, that's the actor. Uh, previous, Tyler previously on um, IMDb, it says Matt Shackman. S H A K man. Yeah, he. Um, yeah, he, the director of Sword, which is basically the new uh, Shield stand-in. So, for those of you who don't know, Sword is basically Shield. But it's a uh, not a global organization. It's a universal organization, uh, space being included. So, um, you know, if it happens anywhere, Sword is supposed to be on it. So that's that's essentially what Sword is now. But but the director of Sword, he is such a fucking douche. Right. So like, he's I, so he's the director. Yes. Least, okay. That the asshole. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what his standing was. I knew he was in, he was big dick on campus, but then then yeah. um, you know everyone went off and started doing their own thing. I was like, oh, is he? But okay, sorry. Continue. No, you're good. Like, what made me so happy about him though is that he is such a piece of shit. Like when Monica joins back, he's like, hey, you know, your mom died. That really sucks. Oh, by the way, did I mention you work for me now? <laughs> Like just to throw that in, and she's rightfully like, I'm not thrilled about this, but whatever, I guess. But the more shit goes on, you see him just being more shady and more sneaky and more uncomfortable, and it it, it gets to a point where he drops this line about Monica, basically being like, "Oh, it's a good thing you're you weren't around to see your mom die. You couldn't have handled it." I have I have popped off on people for far less. The fact she didn't shoot him right there really bothered me. Like I get why you can't, but mm-hmm. that line I'm going. Oh man, I kind of I kind of want you to die. And let's not forget in the series finale, he tries to kill Wanda and Vision's kids. Let's we'll just throw that out there. <laughs> like 
Like it's nothing, by the way. Like the town's yeah. been saved. He's like, oh fuck that. <laughs> like, let me let me shoot these children too. <laughs> but what did you think of him though as a character? Uh, yeah, I mean he <laughs> he played an asshole very well, I I think. Like he he was definitely hateable and like the thorn in everyone's side, but I like I said, I feel like um, you know, a few of the chosen ones were able to kind of sneak off and kind of plan their own counterattack. Um, Michelle, I think is her name. Is that right? Um, uh, oh, you mean Darcy or Monica? Monica? Monica, that's right. Yeah. Monica. Like her, her kind of going rogue, basically, and doing her own thing. Um, I really liked her character as well, but um, it, I think... You could see, you could definitely predict his demise for sure. Like that, that was not going to last. <laughs> that was not going to last at all. So, yeah, it was. He was a good protagonist. I just wasn't like super impressed with him. But I think that was part of his role is just to 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 be that player. Yeah, and I think and I think that's a fair criticism. Like he he definitely was there to just be you know type A slime ball, but right. but you know I think he fit through that role well. Um, yeah, I agree. The, the thing I will be, I I will admit to, I did not know I wanted a uh, a Randall Park, uh, Darcy Lewis like X Files type TV show, but I really want one <laughs> because Cat Dennings. So let me be clear mm-hmm. too, um, Cat Dennings, <laughs> it's not a it's not fair how attractive Cat Dennings is, but. But I loved her in the first Thor. Like, I, I think she's a lot of fun in that. And then mm-hmm. after the first Thor, they just had no idea how to fucking use her, like, at all. She's, she's so annoying in Thor The Dark mm-hmm. World through no fault of her own. But that whole movie just really, for the most part, fucking sucks. But so I was shocked that they were bringing her back. But I love the fact that she's not just a temp. She's actually a doctor. They make that very right. clear. Which I went, oh my god, progression with that character that you haven't used. I I really appreciate that. And she's pretty vital to how everything is mm-hmm. going on here. Um Well you like and, and, and that and that kinda leads into like how they describe the, the environment that Wanda creates, essentially. The and hex. Like, yeah. The hex and like how it's interesting to see like the they showed both sides of the of the hex and on the outside, them describing it and like trying to figure it out, and her and Kat Denning's character comes into place where she's essentially solves it. <laughs> Basically, is like the only person that can see through it, and then that can see this production, this TV show that's going on that is being projected out, um, and that's how they learn about what's going on inside. I just I love that that connection there of how they were able to describe that. The phenomena. Yeah, I absolutely love the way they uh, they they explain that. And uh, yeah, to your point, Darcy is incredibly vital in figuring out what the hell is actually happening. Um, I love the fact that and it's a very subtle thing, but at the end of episode two, Wanda sees this guy um, coming out of a sewer, and she goes no, and she rewinds like she legit mm-hmm. rewinds the show. And when we see that happen, uh, episode three, uh, where Darcy's watching the show, the, the the feed cuts out. Like when she go at the rewind right. part, I went, I went, oh, that's fucking. I was, I was like, okay, like they're actually playing by you know the rules as it was. That had been con- continuity. Yeah, which which I really enjoyed. But while I enjoyed the finale, and I really did enjoy the finale. Uh, I think my favorite two episodes, like my favorite episodes, probably probably previous uh, previously on. That's the one where Agatha walks her through like all her traumatic memories, and I just mm-hmm. thought the amount the amount of range that Elizabeth Olsen has to show there, yeah, is so impressive. And <laughs> and I don't know about you, I laughed, I laughed on the rewatch because I wasn't fucking emotionally torn the first time, but. When you see when the director just walks through the vision's body and he's just like ripped apart like a like an old car, I was like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. And you just see her break and you can just see him going, 
oh, well, I hope you don't do anything silly. <laughs> like, like I'm going to push you as far as, like, I'm not going to load the gun, but I'm going to do everything but load the gun for you. Like, it, it's, it is heartbreaking mm-hmm. when you see that scene. But then she, like, she doesn't freak out because the other key piece is that the director tells everyone, hey, Monica stole Vision's body, which he didn't because he's a no-good liar. Don't lie, kids. And so... You see, you see Wanda just have this fucking brain. Her brain, she just snaps, man. Like, that's really what happens. She goes to this, uh, she goes to this plot of land that Vision bought for her, which I thought was fucking precious, by the way. And she just falls to her knees and just unleashes this amount of power that takes over the town she's in and creates her own version of Vision. And... While she's not, the show walks a very interesting line of it's she's aware of the hex, but I don't think she's aware of nearly the amount of damage she's causing until the last episode. Like as far as how she's mm-hmm. affecting people's minds, I think yeah. that's. I thought that real again, and that's a very fine line to walk. I thought that in particular was so well done because when the townspeople start, you know interacting with her it really hits her like oh fuck like i've been controlling all these people and and, and not only yeah. that but she that that she's hurting them like that's like that's the big thing is that like that she is a kind of obliviously like happily oblivious kind of until vision goes and starts looking around goes farther away from her and people are literally just like frozen in time and like her discovering that she's hurting people like is it granted is a small deterrent because she's like, whatever, I don't out of sight, out of mind, but yeah. Yeah. But you start to see the cracks happen more Mm -hmm. though. Um, Episode seven is such a, so first off, I love the modern family uh, Mm -hmm. like style, but I love the happy endings intro. I was like, cause I'm a huge fan of happy endings and the show is great too. But I, but <laughs> I know it's right there, but I I love the shout out to that show because that happy endings is an incredibly underrated show. But the breaking the fourth wall episode is really where she it's the it's the lowest point of her depression at that mm-hmm. point. Where she like she knows that this cannot last. Like she you have to know. Like at some point it's very apparent. And yet she's like, I'm just going to stay in bed. Like, cause once I get out of bed, I'm acknowledging that this is falling apart. And, um, that's when her magic starts to fucking freak out. Like the kids are playing, uh, like the, like a PS4 and then it turns into a Nintendo 64 and then it turns into Atari, which I was like, I'm old. I remember Atari. So I, <laughs> back in my day, but I, but I love those little, those cracks that start to. Yep. show up more and more and more as the show goes on. Yeah, um, I think, you know, like, a part of the cracks that, that, like, part of the reveal as they're kind of, like, you know, they're opening up this uh, reality. Um, I really like how they, like, used Vision in this and how we kind of had his own discovery of what was going on. Yes. And, that he wasn't just like a sentient being that had no, you know, that was just being, you know, playing along to everything that, that he was coming to terms with what was going on, that he was, cause he's a superhero. Like he's, he's built for that. He's built to solve problems and like do good. And when he realizes that there's bad shit going on and he knows that people are suffering then he's like he investigates it and like he normally would do but he happens to be the manifestation of himself that Wanda has created and he like just he's like there's a self-awareness throughout the entire thing that until he finally reaches it and then he's the one that really helps her <laughs> so it's like it's pretty crazy that the manifestation of vision that Wanda creates helps her to like say goodbye essentially right it took that much for her to finally break apart and be like 
okay, I can I can let this go now. I mean, it helped that she was like this super powerful witch now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like that, even I mean, more that powerful. But like, I I just liked how they didn't just brush him aside. You know, I felt like that their relationship was still real, like real, was still very real the whole time. And like, yes. in the back of your in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, they're not. He's not real. Like the kids aren't real. Like you know that it's all just her manipulation and they're like actually not real, but there's still like an emotion between them and a connection that is present the entire time. So I thought that was very well done that way. The show makes you buy in because, because again, you're right. Like, you know, it's not vision. It can't be vision. Episode three tells you can't be vision. And yet you're sitting there like, I hope these kids make it. <laughs> I, mm-hmm, yeah. I, I, and I Wanda, really, and Wanda yeah. acts that way too. Like, you know, very protective of them. And like the whole time she's, you know, when, um, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Catherine Hans character. Uh, Ag- Ag- Agatha, Agatha, Agatha. When Agatha like had her kids, like was torturing them essentially. You know, Dude, Wanda, so dark, <laughs> which is super dark. Wanda was like, knock it off I'm essentially started a fight with her but in the back of my head I'm like it's like but they don't exist so I mean it's it's just crazy how there's she just is so connected to these things because they're like a part of her um and then obviously like at the uh one of her last conversations with Vision talking about how grief is you know, oh, love enduring. That that line, that I paused it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah. it's it's one of those moments I would I didn't know I would get that, but I'm <laughs> so happy I did. Right. And it yeah. helps fill in. It makes Civil War hit harder too. Mm-hmm. Like considering they're on opposite sides, I went, "Oh my god!" This like it. It's a really well done show. Like, and I and I don't think. And I really think the finale, I think that's getting lost in this. I, I really do. Like, I, I don't think people are giving, some people, I don't say the royal we, but a lot of people aren't giving the show its its its, uh, its props when, when they should be. Um, and I think finales are also like, you know, you, you're never going to make a good finale kind of thing. Like, I don't, I feel like people's expectations for finales are always never met. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, well, no, what are you talking about? Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> people love that. Yeah, people love that finale. But but I know for myself, with Wanda ending up as a Scarlet Witch, uh, the costume looks great, too. Like, mm-hmm. I love the yeah, way the costume cool. looks. Especially, like, the, the crown. Yeah, uh, I, I love that. Love the way it looks. Um, my favorite thing about the finale, outside of Wanda becoming Scarlet Witch, was the vision on vision fight that we got? Um, yeah, that was a, like a little. I knew I knew it was gonna come out to like a logic logic off, you know. So I so I'll be real, man. I didn't, but I love that's how so cool. that's how it broke down. I went, God damn it, show this is so because <laughs> I am sitting there watching and like, okay, they're both so like, how are you gonna write yourselves? Oh my god, you did and. And White Vision, um, Vision is actually originally white in the comics. So, oh, really? So I love the fact that we're getting quote White Vision, but you know they could. Like, so, you, I do, mean, you think yeah. that? Do you think that that's how they're gonna keep him alive? Yes, through I, this guy. That's how they're gonna yes. continue him. I think that's exactly how they're gonna. Because right it. when right when he transferred all his memories over to him, it was like, oh shit, that's the new Vision now. But 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 now you have a blank slate because right. that vision still doesn't have the human experience. He is more android then. So because mm-hmm. you know the mind stone doesn't allow for him to learn. So it's it's gonna be. Let me show you how to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's see that white dick now. <laughs> Just like it's the first time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So apparently, Vision almost had a dick. Paul Bettany was talking about that in an interview, and I was like, "I was like, for the one thing for them to cut, what a shame." Yeah, there's Dude. no way they could have put a dong on him. Yeah, it's not Doctor Manhattan, kids. Right? 
It's up in there somewhere, though. I mean, right, right. You know, it's just like you know, it's just like an extendo. Yeah, it's extendo like the things. Di- it's like the things dick. Like you know, like one of those rocks. <laughs> you know, one of those rocks is the boulder. <laughs> But ra- I'm watching but, through Pokemon right now, and that reminded me of Geo, dude. <laughs> you're you're welcome. So take that. So take that. But <clears throat> but as we wrap up here, um, my only real complaints, like I said, I think the Quicksilver thing, you could make the argument that you kind of got pl- uh, that you might have gotten played a little bit. But I mean, really, outside of that, it sets up her. It sets her up as Scarlet Witch. She's already using the astral plane. Like Doctor Strange has done mm-hmm. to read, without even knowing it. Exactly. Thank you, Scott. That's literally the point I had to make to someone. Like you get, she's doing this, and she doesn't even realize she's doing it. Mm-hmm. You realize that? You realize he had to go. He had almost freeze to death, become a strange sickle for, before he knew how to do that trick. And the guy's like, "Oh, which, should which, I think about it like I, that?" You know, like, Agnes made a great point when she was like, "You're out here playing house." And, like, bringing your family back to life when you're, like, the most powerful being in the universe, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I mean, she's not wrong. So, the thing so the thing about, okay, potential spoilers, I guess, from future Marvel shit. But, again, I'm just pulling from comics here. So, Agatha actually is, does end up uh, training wanda in the comics so the fact they didn't kill her i think is very Mm. intentional Mm -hmm. um the other thing i will say is i personally think um yeah so let's uh, talk about where you think this is going to after after you finish this thought yeah um i think you know actually we'll give our grades and then now we can talk about that because just in case so but yeah you know so let's yeah let's just wrap up then so for me Outside of the 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 Quicksilver thing, um, that's really my biggest potential gripe about this. I mean, yes, some of the stuff as far as time tables being established. I really wish we would have had more of a concept of time, but we get Monica potentially as the next Captain Marvel. We might have two Captain Marvels because she does become a, a Starfire if memory serves. Uh, she becomes her in the comics. Um, so I mean we have a we have another new superhero in the world. We potentially have multi, uh, multiple dimensions. I mean, there's so much this show potentially sets up moving mm-hmm. forward. Uh, we get Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness next year, uh, this time next year, and Scarlet Witch is going to be in that. That's already confirmed. It's like, so this is why Marvel is such like you know head and shoulders above everybody else is because they have a plan. <laughs> you know yeah like they they really have a you can see it all like everything they put out is purposeful you know like down to the fucking you know commercials you know like it i feel like that's what really makes them so successful it's like they commit and like obviously it's working it's a it's a good formula and they found a good formula but like ha- connecting everything and keeping it there's like you said there's so many possibilities like they could introduce so many different people to this and make it what they want. They have unlimited opportunities. Yeah, it really is kind of absurd how they've been able to pull this off. Um, I haven't pushed for Marvel actors to get you know award nominations very often, uh, like Charlie Cox for Daredevil. Um, oh God, who else? Uh, Kristen Ritter for Jessica Jones. Like, there have been a couple times I've been like, this person mm-hmm. should have gotten nominated for something. Elizabeth Olsen deserves a. Uh, Oscar not not Oscar uh Emmy nomination next year like she really does for this um th- this just this works in a way that I was so incredibly pleasantly surprised by and you know we talked about it it commits to the to the gimmick of the sitcom mm-hmm. and it and it really it goes for you know eighty five percent of the show <laughs> really which is crazy that they you know were that confident in it and stuck with it and that they stuck the landing in my opinion as well as they did again, not a perfect show. There are some things that I, I wish were a little tightened up, but 
at the same time as I told, I've told multiple people already, you're not supposed to have all the fucking answers at the end of this show because I'm not like the MCU's <laughs> right. ending to nut. It right. doesn't end with this show. So people going, well, how powerful is she? It's like, they told you it's powerful as Doctor Strange. Like, let's you like. You want to bust your load this early. Yeah. Game. Yeah. It's like, you know, like pre cum exists for a reason. <laughs> but, but, well put. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, give me a shirt, but but at the end of the day, I enjoyed the hell out of this. Uh, I'm gonna give it a rewatch, uh, probably in the next couple weeks. Yeah, me but uh, enjoyed the hell out of this. So this is a solid A for me. Absolutely, I 100% agree with you. A is a the perfect grade for this. Like it's so pleasantly surprising, but you knew it was gonna be quality, and yeah, they they stuck with it, and they clearly had it this whole thing mapped out. I mean, like they had the perfect era um, mimicked, you know, generational TV shows for each time, like Malcolm in the middle, modern family, um, uh, all the other older ones like Dick Van Dyke or whatever. Yeah. Bewitched. Um, Bewitched. Thank you. Um, Just like the, the completedness of, of it all really was a testament to the show. And yeah, Elizabeth Olsen like killed it. I think just the entire cast was really great. And it was like, it was suspenseful enough to where like, it didn't have to do very much for you to be like, oh shit, what's going on here? And yeah, because it, it played it into that. It like lulled you to sleep kind of. And then you're like waiting, waiting, waiting. And then you kind of, pick up on a helicopter that's that's a different color or that like they have to use their powers for like to save that that guy and it's just like plays out so nicely um it's yeah i i'm excited to whatever you know this spawns or continues into um but yeah i think a is a, a great grade for this perfect yeah sweet right on um okay so couple things i am gonna lay out as far as i think this is gonna go um i think elizabeth olsen is gonna break the mcu i think she's gonna legit create alternate realities because mm-hmm. of how powerful she is um hence the multiverse of madness i think she's gonna pull so her obviously kid, someone's gonna use want to use her for evil. exactly um the dark hold considering how powerful that book is and all the spells it has Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's that will come into play because they made a point yes. to introduce that. I think she's going to release something from the dark hold, and I think that's going to be Mephisto because her kids are technically made in the comics from Mephisto. So I could see because if you notice at the end of uh, that second mid credit scene, mm-hmm. you notice that she, she can still hear their voices, so she's she's able to hear them because I think they're another dimension. Hmm. So that's where I think she's going to try to get them back. And then that's going to cause the break. And Dr. Strange is going to be like, bitch, what did you do? <laughs> Again. So you I think, think it's going to be another Dr. Strange mo- related movie or show or. Well, how, I think you, that's what you think that's going to come together. I think that's going to come together in his movie next year. I think okay. everything I pretty much said is going to happen in that next movie. Gotcha. And because that's already scheduled to come out or are, are they done filming? Uh, they're filming as we speak, actually. Okay. So, so, um, so I think that's going to happen there. Um, I think Monica is going to become um, kind of not, I don't want to say the Maria Hill, but she'll be on that level playing field with Maria Hill. Um, right. Cause as she's an got Asian- her own powers now. She has her own powers, but I think she's going to be working for Sword. Um, Who is she supposed to? Is, is she supposed to be somebody? Yeah. So her character's name is I want to say it's Starfire in the comics, but she also has been Captain Marvel in the comics too. Oh, so, that's, okay. That's what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So I think she's going to end up going up in the space, which is a great tie-in because she mm-hmm. always wanted to go into space like her mom, and so i think she's gonna end up meeting nick fury and then she'll probably be like one of the head uh people or an ambassador for sword and some kind in some uh capability. yeah she's a real goody two shoes isn't she right <laughs> well real, she can't be captain america right i know lame-o but... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but 
But I love. But she. So I think she's going to be such a great ambassador for the brand going forward. Like I'm really curious what they're going to do for her character. Um, I have kind of an out there theory that I'm going to share. I think Captain Marvel kills her mom. Because you remember how they said her mom had cancer, right? Mm-hmm. I think Captain Marvel's power is because she's using, like, uh, essentially, gan- like, a similar type, like, uh, so thing to, g- to gamma radiation. Yeah, I think they are because I think hanging out. I think what's going to happen, we're going to find out that her mom and Captain Marvel were, like, you know, going on, you know, adventures or whatever together. Like, she was helping her out. Mm-hmm. And I think all that. Uh, exposure essentially to what is kind of similar to radiation is what gave her cancer. I'm gonna call that right now. Hey, like, I mean, you're on it. You're you're on the pulse, so I like, believe you. Like I think that, like again, that would be dark as shit if that's what the, the route they go. But I, I don't know, man. I, I I think you have to justify that fight because that's clearly gonna happen, and I think that's gonna be. Uh, I, I think that might be the reason. So you heard to hear. You heard to hear, kids. <laughs> you think that like Scarlet Witch is as powerful as like Captain Marvel? I mean, yeah. I mean, just off the heck shit, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess she fucking tricked tricked the other witch, Agatha. Yeah, and I love the way that was done too. Yeah, that was like, that, was, that a, was pretty great. <laughs> that was a very clever. As I'm like, it was starting oh. to happen, it's like, oh shit, okay, that was nice, like, very smooth. Yeah. yeah, I was very impressed. I'm like, goddamn girl, you were paying attention, okay. Um, but yeah, I, so my theory is, um, uh, Shawel Ejiofor, uh, his character uh, from Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to discover the Hex and free Agatha. Because if you remember at the end of Doctor Strange, he was one of those people like, oh, you have power? You don't deserve it. Fuck off. I think he's going to discover her kind of in that kindred spirit way of, oh, we don't think there should be a Scarlet Witch in the world. So I think they're going to team up. So You heard it here first, folks. Yep. There you go. So I'll lay out those things and I'll keep it there. But um we get uh, so we're gonna have to start reviewing this next week because Falcon Winter Soldier premieres next week, mm-hmm. and I'm dude, I'm so hyped for that. <laughs> I'm so hyped for more. Like, what is um is that gonna come out to like theaters and then like on oh, no, pre- Disney Plus premium? Are they gonna do another premium bullshit with it? No, 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 no. This is another Marvel show. Of Falcon oh, so, Winter Soldier. Uh, oh, 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 it's a show. I thought it was a movie. No, no. So it'll be episodic, just like this was. Oh, but yeah. it's. But it starts next Friday. Are they just, are they binging it or are they um, doing weekly? Uh, weekly, sadly. It's all right. <laughs> I usually <laughs> I usually just like I'll watch the first two weeks and then like forget it about it like one week and then I'll be like okay I've got a few to watch and that way then I can just binge it which makes it better. So yeah, then. I mean I so it's so funny I got sent um, screeners for this. Uh, for the first three, right? Uh, for WandaVision, like, I think a week and a half ahead of the premiere. Mm-hmm. It was the hardest email for me to delete. <laughs> I was like, ah, I, I was like, I'm watching with a layup. Fuck. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that's really good of you. Like, dude, I know it was... Struggle. Dude, it was, it was, it was hard. <laughs> like, I was... Cause like I would, I was getting reminders like you could just, like it's your access is good for another three days. I'm like shut up, shut up. <laughs> but so I'd be lying I, if I said I never did that. <laughs> oh, like, right. Like, like played it off like I hadn't seen it before. So, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real, man. <laughs> I, I hope I don't get I don't I hope I don't get screeners from Falcon it. Winter Soldier. This it? <laughs> be like, oh man, Falcon! I've never seen him fly before. <laughs> We're all human. Um, We're all human. Right. We we are. We are. But oh man. But I digress. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Scott, tell the people where they can find you on Twitter. Um, I am at Newman the First. And you can find yours truly on Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. That's R-E-E-L Pineapple. And uh listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud. 
Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, and TuneUp, to name a couple. And you can go ahead and find us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. And like our gaming page, Real Pineapple Games, at uh, on Facebook as well. I'm going to actually start on Twitch here uh, later this month. I'm excited. I'm deciding what I'm going to play I yet. I feel like Maybe. you really fit into that medium. Yeah, I haven't done uh, a Twitch stream yet, but I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to try it out. We'll... Uh, We'll see, you know, smoke a little weed, talk to the people. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see play how it goes. Play a little 2K or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, play, you know, play a little. I, I might play Doom, actually. Oh, I just yeah. bought Doom on Steam, so I'm, I'm, I might go with that. But uh, we'll have reviews up here soon for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah because I'm stoked to sit down and talk about that. I will finally have, uh, we'll finally have our uh, best of 2020 that will be live on the 16th and uh the week of the 22nd we will have a review for Zack Snyder's Justice League god help me <laughs> 4 hours 4 hours you're going to love it i don't think i will <laughs> and i i i have a lot to say about the movement about that whole film but i will save that for the review but but oh man, there's gonna be some people who are not fans of me, but that's fine. Who cares? But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Take care of each other. Wear a mask. We're almost out of vaccine, thank God. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.